Alright. Think I am up and running. Let's see. Yep, I'm up and running. So first off, damn it's good to be back, man. Welcome back to Jay's Take. It's been a long, long ass time. I think the last time I did the radio show. Last time I did the radio show, I'm pretty sure it was like back before the new year. Um, and I did two others, but you know, I was having trouble with the site. Now Jay's Take, I've just taken to doing live. Um, also recording via podcast. Um, also, you could see this on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So anyone who kind of comes in and joins in, welcome in. Um, hate to start off the show with, with sad news, but unfortunately kind of kind of have to start off with sad news. Um, it has kind of been confirmed that... Um, it has kind of been confirmed that DMX, the rapper and actor, um, real real name, Earl Simmons, um, has been pulled off of life support and has passed away at the age of 50 uh, due to an overdose. Um, it sucks. Absolutely sucks. Um, I grew up loving DMX, man. Uh, so today is a mostly somber day for me. We will get into the sports stuff and... Uh, my thoughts on last night's episode of, or today's episode, I should say, of Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but, huh, I will have to uh, check that out, Miss Christine, uh, for Facebook, but I'm going to keep going, um, but yeah, I, um, I, you know, it's, it's, drugs are, it's amazing because, you know, drugs can be incredibly helpful for us or drugs can be incredibly dour and damn near destru- or, or, or destructive uh, forces of nature. Um, and what's, what's really unfortunate is the fact that Sorry, give me just a second. All right. What's unfortunate is the fact that, you know, we didn't get to see, we didn't get to see more from him before he passed away. And, um, cause I think, I think he, um, I think he had more to do, more to show. And, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's hard for me to touch on it because I was a huge fan of DMX. Um, I know he had kind of gotten into some things in the last, well, especially in the last five to six years, and he didn't really look all that damn healthy when he was doing interviews. Um, but I had kind of hope that it was just, it was one of those things where you know, he was trying to get sober, uh, you know, so he can, you know, be as good of a father as he kind of used to show to, to his daughters and things of that nature. Um, and DMX really, really is a huge inspiration to a lot of young rappers. Um, without DMX, 
you know, and I, and I know a lot of it kind of got into, you know, a lot of it got into, um, mumble rap and things of that nature, but really a lot, especially New York rappers, um, young MA, um, you know, like I said, I can kind of go on and on, you know, he, he was huge inspiration to them. So, you know, today's a sober and I mean, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a little less affected because when a couple of days ago, a report came out saying that, um, you know, he had little to no brain activity. Mer- you know, miracles can happen, but you know, it's that's that's very very tough. Um, that's very very tough to kind of, you know. So it's like I said, it's it stinks. We you know we lost a legend, and um, I'm going to have people excuse me for just a second because I think. I think we're having a little bit of issues on Facebook for some reason, and I don't know why. <laughs> so if you're on Facebook and you can only hear me, I apologize. Um, I don't know what's going on with Facebook. Um, I cannot give you direct answers right now. Um, I will get that fixed in the very, very near future. But, yeah, so he passed away today officially at the age of 50. Um and, you know, he's also a reminder that, you know, especially for my people, you know, we got to, we got, you know, we got to try to take care of each other and take care of ourselves. Um, I mean, the addictions kind of withered him away and we all have struggles in life. But the hardest thing for us to not do is either turn to violence or turn to drugs and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm kind of at a point, especially, you know, even with some of the younger black influencers passing last year, Chadwick Bozeman, that was from cancer, but still, um, you know, we're just, we're dying too young. And, you know, just take care of each other out there, you know. Um, thank you, DMX. Uh, my, my condolences and love to the family. Um, I know, you know, there's a big gathering um, out there in New York right now near his home. You know, they're singing his songs one last time with the family there. And it's it stinks. It, you know, it, re- it really does. You know, it's it's messed up. You know, Master P had said in an interview a couple of days ago while he was still on life support. And, it you know, it rings very, very true that. You know, we show people how much we love them, unfortunately, when we know it could be the end for them um, and that will, you know, that will miss them in the end. And um, we must never forget to show that same love and appreciation while people are still here. I know social media has kind of become a platform of of trolls and of and of hatred and you know and, and there's some good to it like myself right now I'm on three different platforms streaming my my thoughts and, and shows to you three major platforms but I think the biggest thing 
we can take away from Master P's words is show love to people while they're still here every day. I mean, it just it it's just the realest thing, man. It really is. So there really is no transition. Um, <laughs> there's no transition to what I'm going to talk about next. And what I'm going to talk about next is the New York stinking Jets. They're not stinking. They're they're trying to come back up. But um, so earlier this week, we traded away our. Um, let me see something really quick. Hopefully that helps. Uh, earlier this week, we we traded away a 23-year-old quarterback who will be 24 at the start of the season um, after forcing him to suffer through two years of Adam Gase, a guy who I, who, I mean, badly flamed out in Miami, for lack of better terms. And... I understand it's a new general manager, new head coach. They're gonna they're gonna make the moves. I get it. They're gonna make the moves. Um, let me go ahead and type in the chat. <laughs> yeah, to Facebook viewers, I'm sorry. It's it's something with its own algorithm right now. I have no video over there, but I do have audio audio. Um but yeah, um, kind of as I was saying, um, something to me that is amazing about that whole damn move is the fact that <laughs> I I thought to myself, and maybe I'm insane, right? But I thought to myself. Maybe, just maybe, we will we will try to do right by um, a young quarterback and and just just build around him, just just absolutely build around him because you know we we should try to build around him. And, um, oh, oh, I see. Everyone, give me just a minute here. So for those who can still see me on Facebook, my other two versions of the stream apparently aren't working properly. But luckily, you're on YouTube, so you can see me very, very clearly. Um, But, yeah, you know, my thought was that we would build around this kid. And trade the number two pick back and just attempt to just build a team around an only 24-year-old quarterback, right? Wrong, because it's the Jets. Now, I get we're probably going to draft this kid, Zach Wilson, and we better be absolutely on the money um because if we are not if if it does not work out properly um 
and we are picking in the top five again in two, three years. Like it being a Jet fan is one of the hardest things in the world because it's, you, you have to ask yourself, why do you like torture so much? Hey, why do you enjoy suffering? <laughs> and it's, it's, I'm happy for Sam Darnold. So he gets traded to, he gets traded to the, to the, to the Panthers. Um, they are they're an exciting young team. Let's let's not get that twisted. They are an exciting young team. Okay. Offensive weapons. This is now a team that with their number eight pick. I know they talked about maybe taking a quarterback if that one fell, but I think a lot of people kind of think that's smoke and mirrors. At this juncture, if Kyle Pitts um or oh I mean, I don't know where Deontay Brown is ranked in Mel Kuyper's, um, like, top 25 and all that. But, um, you know, if Kyle Pitts or, or Deontay Brown or, you know, one of the top linemen is there, get them and build around this kid um, because, he, well, you know, he's only 24. His future is extremely bright. I mean, extremely bright. And... The Jets, this this GM and head coach have to be right because if if they are not correct and we somehow once again fail the quarterback position, it's 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 there 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 are no words for how. There are no words for how ridiculous <laughs> that would be to fail again on that level. Like it's 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 deeply frustrating as a Jet fan. Now, like I said before, my biggest hope is we kind of get this right this time. Um because um yeah, like I said, I, I gotta be honest, man. It's 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 frustrating. It's it's severely frustrating. It it, it really is. Hopefully that'll help the cam situation. Um so so yeah, um I think the Panthers won out in that trade because they they um they didn't need to actually give up much for a quarterback who, while he has struggled, it's not all his fault. Um, I know people are like USC quarterback, dude. They, they don't pan out very well. He only had like 30-something or 20-something starts, which, by the way, people remember, there's only like 13 games in college football, like 12 or 13. So the whole thing about like only having 26 starts, that means he started two years. Um you know, I I I don't know what to tell you, uh, <laughs> but the Jets have to get it right. They have to get it right this year. 
Because if, if, if he pans out very well for the Panthers and Zach Wilson does not pan out for us, I, it's, a, it's, it's, it's one of those moves in sports where it's because it's almost so like, you know, you think of, of, of sad <laughs> franchises in sports. Uh, in American football, the NFL, it's like the Jets. It's the Raiders were for years. I mean, missing on draft picks, free agents, um, coaching hires weren't weren't great per se. Um, I mean, I can go on and on and on and on and on. Um, it's it's one of those deals where. Um, It's one of those deals I believe that just it, it sinks you into absolute shit oblivion for years and years and years to come. You have to get this one right. Um I don't want to keep ranting on the Jets because with with DMX's news and then the news about the NFL player who Killed the doctor and then the two kids and almost killed the son who was fixing something. Life has been full of terrible news and I and I don't jets to, to just to, to add on to that absolute sadness. Um <laughs> that absolute unbelievable frustration, which is which is what that is. Um so with that said, um I'm going to move on to the NBA. Uh, Kevin Durant came back this week, looked pretty damn good. Um, He, to me, is he's the most frustrating basketball player I've ever seen in my life for legitimately two reasons. Reason number one, I do not understand why this man gets so offended by everything said about him on social media. You are damn near a billionaire. One of the best basketball players in the world. Yes, you may have copped out by going to the Golden State Warriors, a, a championship team that they were already without you. Okay. But... So this thing happened between him and an actor and activist, Michael Rappaport. Apparently, they just don't get along. Okay, cool, fine, done, cool, whatever. On top of that, (laughs) this man, this man then gets into Michael Rappaport's DM like like, like some sort of terrible troll, and... Instead of and instead of and instead of trying to handle it like a like a man, like a professional, like a damn near billion dollar top two basketball player in the world, he talks about how he wants to spit in his face. Bro, for real? Really? That's that's what we doing. That that's what we doing. We we are threatening people with way less clout than you. Way less. You make that clear. Way less. 
And that's that's how we're handling the situation. That's that's what we're doing. He he is deeply angering to me. <laughs> Cuz this ain't the first time. Remember quite a few years back, you know, he was on the SBs Paid Manning, big head paid Manning, made a terrible joke, whatever. I thought it was funny. He got mad at that. Uh, he makes fake Twitter accounts to, like, get on people. Like, like, dude, what are, you, like, what are you doing? This is why, to me, he's a top two basketball player in the world, and LeBron is number one. You see, because LeBron actually handles himself like a leader of men, like the best basketball player in the world, like an ambassador to the game. You don't let the petty shit get to him. Not Kevin Durant, though. Soft-skinned-ass Kevin Durant. Regardless of all that, sorry I had to go off on that tangent there for a minute. Regardless of all that, <laughs> he looked good at coming off the bench. Looks like he really hasn't missed a beat. Good to have him back. And uh, doggy dogs, thanks you for com- uh, for commenting. And I agree, I absolutely agree with you. I, how are you worth all that money? You have, you know, he has all that talent, and he's deeply considered at least just behind LeBron as the best basketball player in the world. In the world, could go to Europe. Do well, do very, very well for himself. That's how great he is. And and this man is so petty. Like he got into an argument with Stephen A about about nothing. Stephen A's point was absolutely legitimate. This man was like, Oh, none of my people know him. Don't nobody know Stephen A. He's nobody. Like, why are you so damn thin skinned, bro? Like, what the hell is wrong with you, man? You're supposed to be a top two basketball player in the world, and you let petty shit get the best of you all the time. Come on, man. <laughs> Doggy, do- yeah, you know, I, I agree. I don't make that much money now, and I, I am not even close to that petty. Even if I, even if I made as much money as him and had as much fame as him, would I still be that petty? No. There's, see, there's, there's, there's the whole, you know, the whole thing of the clap back, and then, then there's, then there's Kevin Durant and the, in this like, this, this like bitchiness, like, 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 dude, like, grow up, like, I liked when Draymond got on him before his, the, the end of his run, and with the Warriors a couple years ago, because like he just. Dude, the dude is softer than toilet paper, man. I, I, I'm just gonna be real with you guys. The dude is softer than toilet paper. Like I just, I, he's he makes me a little sick. <laughs> but I do not how great of a basketball player he is. Like I just said, he looked great. I'm glad to see him back on the floor. Okay, because I do enjoy watching him play basketball. But the man is petty as hell. And at like at some point, somebody's got to tell him, like, dude, you need to grow the hell up. I don't know, maybe Braun, who may apparently, you know, according to some people, you know, who know some of his peoples, he's not a fan of. Well, maybe he should become a fan of Braun, because Braun handles things the right way. 
One of my favorite sports players of all time is the former shortstop of the New York Yankees, the captain, Derek Cheater. And one of the reasons why we loved him so much is because he was ne- he never showed any pettiness, even when people got down on him. And, I mean, yes, he got to play in a mostly now social media era. I get it. Yeah, the, the, the captain, Derek Cheater, you know, there was never any BS coming out from him. Never. He always handled everything incredibly classy. Even even when even when like the New York media was over harsh on him, he handled everything so damn classy. Um hell, I'll, I'll I'll bring up a current I'll bring up another current player of a of, of, of the same sport. Mike Trout, I've never seen Mike Trout, who plays for a team in the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or whatever the hell they call themselves. Uh, <laughs> I agree, dog eat dogs. Um, I, I, my, I've never seen Mike Trout be petty about anything, anything. And trust me, that team at times has failed him on many levels of building a, a championship team around him. But he's never petty. He's a class act at all times. Like, just just absolutely all-world person. Okay, even if internally he wants to be, he never does it. He never does it. I'll go to a black player in baseball, uh, Andrew McClutchin uh, from the the Pirates, just class personified, not Kevin Durant. Dude, Brandon Marshall, um, former NFL wide receiver, got a little heat yesterday because he just, he. I mean, he told the truth. He was like, dude, basketball players to me are overall a little softer than football and baseball players. I'll even go further. They're definitely softer than hockey players. Like, why are y'all so thin-skinned? Like, it's, it's, it's pettiness, man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, there's a reason, that, you know, the show is also ranked uh, called Jay Takes Rants. Sometimes I go off on tangents when things get on my damn nerves. Um, but, like I said, it's good to see him back. I'm not even I'm not even completely sure if the Nets are actually going to come out of the East as great and as talented as they are because sometimes you stack the deck so much that if any piece of that domino falls, you fall too. So, I'm interested to see how the rest of the season plays out. My my thought is they will come out of the East, but I still I still like Milwaukee. Milwaukee can still compete. Giannis, you know, I'm not going to even attempt to say his last name. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Giannis. I, 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 I'm not even going to attempt it because I always do a terrible job. But Giannis and that club are still really good out here in my in Milwaukee. Uh, the Miami Heat are still very, very formidable. So we'll see what happens. Good to see him back, even though he's softer than toilet paper tissue. God, he's so soft. I, I, I just, it just, it disgusts me, man. <laughs> damn near billion dollar player and you can't take a little heat on social media like you can't just ignore it you create fake accounts to go after people like what the hell is wrong with you man unbelievable unbelievable man speaking of baseball locally right here in Minnesota the Twins look pretty damn good um, 
Now, I, I usually, I, like I've always said about baseball, even when I first started the show, I will never usually talk a lot of baseball until usually after the All-Star break in like late June, just because there's so many games and the, the season is so long and so many different things happen that I don't think it fair to um, talk baseball every day. And, and everyone will say, there's plenty of people, plenty of shows, plenty of podcasts that will talk baseball all day, every day. And that's fine. I give it up to them. Because for me, the, the season's so damn long. Like, I, I, I usually, during the NBA playoffs, don't even watch a lot of baseball. Um, but I have been following the Twins very closely, not just because I'm local here in Minnesota, uh, in the United States, but also because they made some moves in the offseason and in the draft that intrigued me, and and it seems to be paying off. The pitching is really, really good. The defense is really, really good. But some of the hitting from some of these, these young guys I was not expecting. Um, I do not believe right now they lead their division, but I do believe they're tied for the lead. And right now it's so early that it's not even worth talking about. But um, what a pleasant, pleasant surprise in baseball, um, especially in the AL Central where the White Sox are still, you know, a, a, a player. Um, in the AL Central where the Tigers pitching has gotten a lot better. Um, I'm, I'm very, very interested to see how, how the Twins continue to do. Um, my Yankees have started off a little rough. But that was to be expected. A um, lot of new young talent here uh, for the Yankees. Um, on top of the fact that we still have one of the 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 judge, the jury, the executioner, Aaron Judge. Um, I'm not going to really get into the Yankees. Like I said, I'll get into baseball more come late June because the season will really, really be under swing, and we'll have a better idea of what teams are, what they look like, things of that nature. Um, I kind of want to go off of sports for a second because one thing I wanted to talk about today before DMX is passing, um, before, you know, Kevin Durant coming back and, and that issue with him and Michael Rappaport, which is just issue like number like 20. I could be exaggerating, but it's just, it's stupid. Um, one thing I love to do in my spare time when I have some leisure time is, I like to watch a lot of Marvel stuff. I'm big on Marvel, Harry Potter, um, anime. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge nerd. Now, I I will let other people do, like, anime podcasts and things of that nature. They're going to be way better at it than I am. All I, all I will do is shout and swear about how good something is or how terrible something is. It's, it's only fun in private, never, never, never when you're watching someone. But One thing I've enjoyed that Marvel has done since the end of Endgame is there has been a plan for how to further all their characters who are still alive, stories, um, and how to expand their universe even more. And what COVID did, because, you know, a part of me, a part of me, you know, is always kind of the biggest part of COVID I, I, I hated was the fact that we lost lives that didn't need to be lost for a disease that could have been, I don't know how much it could have been prevented here, but it just, 
I won't get into the politics of it all, the minutia of it all, but basically everything could have been handled a million, million times better. So let's just get that out the way. But on top of that, um, on, on top of that, I I am a big, big believer that um, I'm a big believer in trying to give people something to dig themselves out uh, of sadness and and of just feeling dour. I, and because COVID has done that, you know, taking lives that didn't need to be taken. Um, it also exposed a lot of weaknesses in, in society, but it also just you know what COVID has done is kind of made. I think made humankind take a step back. You know, because when you have to shut down like that, it's you reevaluate what's important. And one thing I appreciate Marvel for always doing, Kevin Foggy and everyone that works there at Marvel. Thank you for hosting. I appreciate it. I know the video is kind of crap right now on Twitch and Facebook. I'm, I'm, I'm using this program for the first time and apparently is isn't working very well. Um, I am also on YouTube. Uh, just look up youtube.com slash Jace take. Um, and you should find my big, my big, beautiful brown face uh, in a very, very clear video. Uh, so like I said, I do apologize uh, for everyone watching on Switch and Facebook. Um, I will get it fixed. Um, it's today doesn't want to work very well now. Um, but as I was saying, I appreciate you know Marvel and Disney for always giving you content to just where you could take a step away from reality, lift through characters, and just you know just enjoy, you know just enjoy something you know. And one thing I, I've always given Marvel a lot of credit for is while they listen to their fans, they also just take a lot of things into consideration and plan out stories. Um, because I can tell you as a Star Wars fan, I know what it's like to watch to watch someone in Disney not plan something out very well. And while I enjoyed those three movies... Um, well, for the five movies, I thought I thought Solo was kind of a miss, and that's just me personally. Um, Marvel does a very, very good job of trying to plan things out and, and intertwining the single stories as best as they can. They've had two amazing shows on Disney+. Plus. If you did not get the chance to watch WandaVision, and I know people are like, oh, I'm not really interested. You don't have to actually know a lot about the Marvel Cinematic Universe to enjoy WandaVision because the show on its own is impeccably good. Like, it's, it is impeccably very, 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 very good, people. Um, now, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I got the chance to watch episode four last night after my cat, Tundra, woke me up. I would put him on video, but he came to eat really quick, and then he ran away. So I guess that's not happening. There's no cat camp today. I'm, I'm sorry, people. Um, <laughs> no cat camp today. I'll do it next time. Um, this show, these four episodes have been impeccably very, very good pieces of storytelling. Now, yes, yeah, sometimes an episode will feel a little lull, a little like uh, not really my favorite episode. 
and and I get it. Last episode was a little was a was a little less than the other two before it. If you have not gotten a chance to watch the new one, please watch it. It is action packed. They've thrown some curveballs that you probably should have seen coming watching the show that sh- that you still don't see coming um, because of the way they present it. And the next two weeks are going to be very, very interesting. I believe this show was technically supposed to be a movie, and then they decided to turn it into a short series. Like I said, between WandaVision and this one and Loki, which will be out, I think a couple weeks after the last episode for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I I do believe that um, I do believe that Loki, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and WandaVision are basically one-time series because most of these characters are going back to the movies after this. Um, but watch it. Like I said, I'm not going to give spoilers. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, after I'm kind of done with the show today, if people are actually interested in that, drop in the comments or go to my Twitter. Let me know if you want me to actually do, like, when the show is over, like a big old chat, group chat of just talking about the shows and all that. It's This, this episode is amazing. Um, get to learn about who we think is the main villain right now more. Uh, she's a very good and complex character, um, multi-layered. Um, of course, for those who read some of the comics like myself, but also watch a lot of their stuff like myself. Um, I, yeah, I still, I still have, I've had a subscription to the Marvel app since it came out in, I think like 2015, just to like catch up like on all the comics. I'm a geek. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big old 31 year old geek, 32 year old geek. Um, but yeah, I, um, I just want to throw it out there. If you have not watched this show, pay the 4.99, watch this show. If you like spy shows with some intrigue, I'm telling you, it is amazingly good. Falcon as a character is amazing. Winter Soldier opening up his character more now that Steve Rogers really isn't around is amazing. Um, ah, I really want to get into spoilers right now, but I cannot. And the last thing I'm going to leave off with today and for future shows. So usually I'll let people know right now and I'll throw it in the chat. Future shows um, will usually be Friday. Um, at about 2 p.m. Central Standard Time in here in America. Um, next week it will be Thursday, and it'll probably be a little earlier, but the show is back. Like I said, I am. I know right now on Twitch and on Facebook you can only hear the audio while YouTube gets everything, which is not a shock, and I will make sure I will drop my YouTube uh, links um, not only in the podcast version of this uh, that I will release on YouTube, but also um, in my other platforms. That way people can actually go ahead and go subscribe to my YouTube channel, my Jay's Take Community YouTube channel. Um, but in the future, these shows will be, just know, they will be about an hour, hour and a half long. 
Um, I'm happy to be back. Like I said, I wanted to continue to do the radio kind podcast of the show. Unfortunately, the site was not working very well, so I I had to just kind of replan, regroup, rebuild. Um, it's just taking too damn long to do so because sometimes life gets in the way of things. Um, but the last thing I wanted to talk about today is very positive, just in general, even if I'm not always a fan of her music, and that is Taylor Swift um, re-recording the music that... So I believe this was back... The date could be wrong, but I believe this was October of last year where the publisher that used to own a lot of her catalog uh, was bought by Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun, uh, for those who don't know, um, used to work with Justin Bieber. Um, I mean, I can, I can some of the biggest names in music. But Scooter was also, I believe, um, you know, I'm not going to say that because I, I don't think that was him. But he has been involved in some nefarious affairs, um, not very well liked by a lot of, 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 of women in the industry for what is starting to mount up to obvious evidential reasons. <laughs> um, but he publisher who owned a lot of her back catalog. Well, she understandably, because she is not a fan of him, did not want that. She tried to sue to try to just buy her own catalog because she's wealthy enough to do so. Um, by the way, I just found out like she's only like a year younger than me. And I was like, wait, shut the fuck up. Really? <laughs> I thought Taylor Swift was like 29. He's like, no, no, no. Taylor Swift will be 31 this year. Um, she during this time has actually been absolutely re-recording all of the music that was bought by him and she's going to re-release it under her own umbrella people i don't think you understand how powerful that is um now i am a musician like i said next week's show will be on thursday because i will be out of town but i will be streaming i hope to stream when it isn't everything uh my band and we do everything diy and my plan besides distribution in the future is to continue to do everything DIY because I don't need a lot of hands in our, our pot of creation. We'll just call it right. So for her to re-record all the music now really costs to what she could make. We'll see. Well, like I said, we'll see what happens there um, because really to re-record all that music, and like I said, she's wealthy, so it, I'm sure it did hurt a little bit financially, but not as much as if it was someone like, I don't know, say if I released some music and um, like I had problems with Scooter Braun and it was like two albums for like winning as and everything. Well, that hurts because to re-record that financially for a lower tier like musician is a pain in the ass. Uh, so I wanted to end on that because to me, that is, that should be an inspiration to anyone who wants to create anything. Um, you know, sometimes you 
if 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 you're better off going to different avenues to 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 get to where you want to be, I get it. But I've always said just do your research because people in the end, especially if what you're doing is good, will find a way to fuck you over. And I'm sorry to use the f bomb, but it is just true. It is real. People will try to the the scum of the earth will always try to fuck over people who don't deserve it. And I hate to call Scooter Braun scum of the earth, but a lot of that mounting evidence kind of shows he's scum. And I respect her basically saying, you know what, fuck him. And, you know, maybe partially fuck the music industry for allowing him to just buy our music like that. Um, <laughs> welcome on in. Uh, you walked in on the end of my show here as I'm talking about Taylor Swift, um, you know, re-recording all of her music, and she's going to re-release it um, on Spotify and all that, and I think on her site for a very small price compared to what, you know, has been charged in the past. And like I said, I, I found that story incredibly inspiring. And I think even if you don't like Taylor Swift's music, a lot of what she does as a businesswoman and, and really what she tries to do for her fans, I give her a shit ton of credit for because I am sure it is not easy to attempt to stay humble <laughs> when you're that damn famous, you're that damn wealthy. Um, and to say, you know what, fuck all of them, I can just go do this myself, which is what I should have done all along. And basically almost encouraging her fans. If, if music is something you want to do, do it yourself. I think that's huge, especially coming from one of the biggest stars in the world. Now, it will, it will be interesting to see if she actually loses money on this. Um, it won't be that it won't be that large of a loss. I can promise people it, it it really won't be that large of a loss for her overall, especially since it sounds like some of the festivals and stuff are going to try to come back this summer. But like I said, I wanted to end on that positive. Uh, that that to me is is inspiring, and it's something I would tell you: if there's something you want to do, do it. Understand you will invest in yourself. Understand that even people who are close to you may not always support you doing it. But if you want to do it, the only way for you to achieve it is for you to just do it. Just do it. Um, and, and take, you know, it's a sacrifice, but just, you know, just, just go for it. Just go for it. So I'm about to just kind of drop this little bit of knowledge in here. Um, about the future of this show. Usually I will try to do this um, show on Fridays um, at 2 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Um, next week I will do it on Thursday because, like I said, I will be out of town um, recording my band. And on Saturday we're hoping with our new guitarist to do a live stream of our old songs and new songs with him. Um, Thank you for joining me. Now, I will be back on Twitch in about an hour to game. <laughs> I will be doing my gaming stream on Twitch here in about oh, half an hour or so. Um, thank you for joining me. Love yourself.
love each other. Oh, yes, and the YouTube link. Yes, thank you. So just search me on YouTube at um, – nope, sorry. There we go. So just search me on YouTube at Jay's Tech Community. Um, Because right now I can tell you the the video feed on YouTube is excellent. No problems. Uh, I will have to figure out why there was an issue today um, for... um, for that, but I will get that for Twitch and Facebook, but I will get that figured out before next week. Thank you guys. Uh, Like I said, come join me for my gaming stream in about an hour and take care.